Today I'm speaking with intuitive healer and spiritual guide Susan Burrell. She's also the author of Live an Empowered Life, which is a 30-day journey book. Uh, And today we'll be talking about how to navigate that journey between feeling worthless to feeling worthy and living an empowered life. So enjoy. Make sure to grab the official Not Over Just Different Welcome Pack. It's filled with some of the best tools for inspiring your best life, all absolutely free. Just go to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash welcome gift to download yours now. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and welcome to Not Over Just Different, a podcast for women of a respectable age facing life's next new chapter. So grab a cup of tea and pour yourself a glass of wine and join me for some deep, real and candid conversations about everything from health, aging gracefully, relationships and how to make the next 50 years even better than the first. Well, hello everyone and welcome to this week's podcast. This week, I have a very interesting lady here with me. Uh, Susan Burrell is an intuitive healer and a spiritual guide And uh, she, like most of us who are listening to this podcast right now, has been on a life journey that has really helped her to be able to um, teach in a very uh, empathetic way. Let's just say that. (laughs) So, Susan, welcome to the podcast. How are you, darling? I'm fabulous, Natalie, as we affirmed before we started. Yes, thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, we, uh, we, we, we're talking about, uh, we actually don't know where this is going to go today, which is really exciting um, because uh, both of us have, you know, the ability to, to be able to be open and be a conduit for what is meant to come through. Um, and of course, being an intuitive healer and a spiritual guide, who knows where that may lead today? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? And I got to say, the title of your podcast, Not Over, Just Different, you know, a few years ago, several years ago, I guess now, um, if I had heard that phrase, Not Over, Just Different, I think I would have just like broken up a lot of dishes Mm. because of where I was in my life. And it felt over and not different. I mean, it was different, right? I mean, it's all different. We're all, right now. It's all different. Who the, who right. the hell knows? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Darling, you can say whatever you want here. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> no holds barred. Uh, yeah. So this phrase for that that I coined, you know, is actually when my marriage ended. I was married for 20 years, and uh, 28 years myself. Yeah, yeah. Still business partners, still good friends. And our relationship is now just transitioned into something different. You know, we don't have the romantic connection, but we have this other different thing. And and I think that being not over just different really suggests that we get to choose or we get to make what we want out of this next chapter. Yes. Out of, in fact, that's the truth from the minute we're born, right? Right. You get to make your life up however you want it. And, Fortunately or unfortunately, you know, children are being, hopefully that's changing. Uh, But when I was growing up, and I am a woman of a certain age now, (laughs) and when I was growing up, I was told what to do. And there were expectations leveled on me until I, by the age of three, the responsibility on my shoulders was so heavy. And I didn't know how to do it differently. So yeah, every every time i'm so grateful i'm 
I've learned what I've learned in my life. And I am at that particular age point where I can use this, all the skill sets I've learned from having to, uh, well, it used to be battle in my, in my marriage. There was often battles uh, because I was still being told who I should be and what I should be and how I should be even though I was already a, uh, an intuitive healer and a spiritual teacher. So um, it took actually the divorce that shattered my heart to open me up to recognize and really, really, really go deep to heal so that I could have uh, a second half of life. Right. Because uh, reading about you, uh, I noticed that uh, you ha- you are empathic, um, mm. but you had been from a very young age. Mm. So how did that used to show up for you? Well, I, it it still it still kind of shows up how it shows up now. Um, where I would I would observe something about someone and I would say it out loud, and it was embarrassing to my mother. Mm. I don't know about my dad, but my mom was like, you don't say that. Don't don't do that. And when I became a teenager and and I think this is this may be true for many, many people with the, the, the shift of becoming a teenager and all the hormones. I think that the empathy factor amplifies. Right. And so all these teenage girls that are crying for no reason or, you know, I think it's that that all of a sudden we're just like blown open and we're feeling intuitively people's stuff and it it amplified again for me when i went through divorce i came out of divorce um more intuitive and empathic um because i i was accepting myself right i was learning how to love myself and so the more i loved myself the more i could stand by a, a complete stranger at the supermarket and i knew what was going on in their lower back i knew why i was like you know and i had to keep my hands to myself you know don't don't you know because this person didn't ask for my help but you know i just walk around going oh my god and there's it was like bumper cars you know (laughs) oh here's something else going on with that person and so then then the new lesson for me was how do i how can i be in and of the world and not um take on other people's stuff right as an empathic people often take on other people's stuff and then also not to um, short circuit an individual's learning, you know, because right. if somebody's got lower back pain, there's something there for them to learn, and it's not my job yeah. <laughs> to tell them. Exactly. I actually have a girlfriend of mine who um, who is a healer, intuitive healer as well, and uh, she was uh, she actually. Uh, was getting headaches i went to the doctor and she was riddled with cancer like seven brain tumors and all through her body and the whole thing and and she went through she went through natural like western medicine and her own things um and she's completely healed uh and when i asked her i said look you know what uh, what do you, why do you think you got cancer because, you know, for me, it's like normally cancer is related back to an issue or, or something that's unresolved in our life. Um, and she's like, well, she goes, there were people that I could see need healing, so I'd heal them, right. whether they asked for it or not. And she, I said, oh, so you were playing God. She goes, I was interrupting their journeys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I got chills as you said that, Natalie, mm-hmm. because um, I've had 
many mentors tell me to stop it, yeah. <laughs> you know, because uh, there, it, there's the other thing of being uh, empathic. You're also highly compassionate. Hmm. So it's like developing what the Buddhists talk about, about that um, detached compassion, right? Witnessing pain and suffering of someone to, to hold witness um, with love. But it's, again, it's, it's, and this is my journey, my current journey. I'm just, oh my gosh, it's challenging, especially with what's going on in the world, man. Mm-hmm. It just is so challenging. But to witness it with love and compassion and not stick your finger in it, you know, not dabble in it, unless you're invited, unless you're asked. If, if somebody asks you, I guess we're talking to all the empathic healers that are listening. If somebody asks you for help, then, then, it, then it's up to you to uh, utilize your skill set to the degree that you feel is um, comfortable and good for the individual who asks for help. Yes. Well, it's the same. Like, you know, even with, I'm like, I mean, I'm a coach. It's not, you know, and I'm a transformational leader. Um, and there are some people that, that come to me for help and, you know, that come into our, you know, programs and everything, which is great. Um, but those that don't, it's not like I'm not going to be out there trying to beat them over the head and <laughs> going, listen, you need to listen to this. Um, or even with family members, you know, I was having this discussion oh, the other yeah. day, you know, <laughs> our, my family members, they're, they're on their journey. And the thing is, if they reach out to me, then yes. I mean, they know what I do. I'm not going to be forcing any of my beliefs or, you know, what I think is to be true on them if they reach out. Yes, but but then also holding space and watching them go through their trials and, and just going, you know, I know that you're going to be stronger on the other side of that. And you think of it as women, we all have a part of this in us, whether it's our children, our spouses or whatever that is, that, uh, you know, we feel like we want to jump in there and do it for them. But we, you know, we have to just hold them in love. <laughs> yeah, I think that's part of the journey of um, gaining years or decades in, in, you know, is the the learning, at least for me, of, okay, so... I need to not engage in my family, not engage, allow them their space, allow. And, and, and in fact, uh, Natalie, I talk about this often when I'm working with clients or, or teaching is everybody, we all hold ourselves so tight or at least up until now. Right. Mm-hmm. And this whole isolation, wearing a mask, don't touch anybody, you know, all of that has condensed or, you know, I'm seeing the image of the trash compactor in Star Wars, right? And it's just getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And and what I encourage, and, and this is my spiritual work, is to open up that container. You know, it's, sometimes I used to think it's getting out of the box, but but for some people, they just need the container to expand enough so they can see where they are, they can breathe, you know, they can investigate and explore but they don't have to leave that container that was feeling oh so comfy even though they were dying, you know, they yeah. were getting squished. Yeah. But I think too for, for us to be able to, to hold space mm. and to and to witness with love um, and to see what's happening and not be interfering, it takes a certain level of, um, of uh, mastery, don't you think, for us to get to that point? Yeah. And, and for me, it's the mastering within myself first, right? Yes. L- learning uh, my current, 
my mom just passed away uh, a few weeks ago and I was working through my grief before she passed, um, which is what I evidently tend to do. And so part of what I was also doing was letting go. And my mom, I had a great life with her, but she raised me to do things with strings attached. And so my current mantra is to love beyond measure, love beyond measure so that I can love myself without strings, without expectations. That's a hard one. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, um, let's uh, talk a little bit about, because, uh, you know, we, we, what we planned on talking about today <laughs> was going from worthless to worthy. Um, and I think that part of, you know, how you talk about that is really sharing your personal experience, you know, going mm. through, because, you know, I, I was the same. My The end of my marriage was like I went from, oh, my God, who am I without him to, ooh, who do I want to oh, be? Yeah. <laughs> I get to <laughs> step into this I whole got, new yeah. version. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so what was your experience with that? Because, uh, you know, how, how did you kind of navigate through those waters? Well, um uh, first of all, I didn't think my marriage was ever going to end, even though there were so many red flags and indicators from, gosh, year two, and I stayed 28 years. So I had to work through the shame and blame of why did I, what, you know, what was wrong with me? Why was I so stupid? Um, but the biggest thing that I had to do was literally fall apart and I was shattered and, um, and in that shattering, you know, I realized I had built this huge, I talk about this so many times, but I had built this huge wall around my heart. And so nobody could get in. I couldn't even get in. You know, there was, it was a castle with a moat and the drawbridge was up and you don't get to come. And, you know, but I found I was outside my heart, right? And so in the shattering of all that and all the bricks came tumbling down kind of thing, um, I, I, had to go through the pain, the mental and emotional and physical pain. Because what being empathic, I don't know, it's, it's a little bit like your friend. I, I ended up having hives. I'd never had a hive in my life. I had hives from my the top of my head to the tip of my toes for an entire year. I was hive free two days in an entire year. And it was so excruciating. And I realized that that was the suppressed rage of not only in my marriage, but my entire life that was coming out through my skin, you know? And, um, and I just had to be with it for a year because I saw everybody, nobody could fix it. Mm -hmm. So in experiencing the mental, the most emotional and the physical um, is how I learned to decide. You talked about choice earlier choose what I wanted my life to be. And I knew I came up with three words that became my focus. I wanted to be free, absolutely free of my past, my relationship. I wanted to be happier than I'd ever been in my life. And I wanted to love myself more than I ever had in my life. And so that's what I focused on when things were bad and things got bad during divorce. That's a whole nother story for another time. Um, <laughs> it, it was... Uh, th those were the things I focused on. And, and when shame came up, I, I would sit down and do a meditation with myself. I, I, 
I've been gifted. I am gifted constantly. These guided meditations, I, they come from, you know, I don't know where. They come from way over there. And uh, so I, when I was experiencing shame, I sat down immediately because it was, it was making me ill. Um, and what's the shame? And I didn't even need to know what the shame was. I just had to recognize that I had so much internal shame and I had to remove it. And I did. And same with the anger, you know, same with the, the fear, same with the, the, the grief. I, in fact, I think I'm still processing that. I, I, I think I've been processing grief most of my life. Um, why? I don't know. But uh, so in the processing of the emotions, then I, was, I had more freedom or like breathing room in that container I was in to say, okay, then who am I now? Who am I now? And, and at the beginning of that, like I said earlier, I didn't know. I was, I was, I had, I was like 52 or 53, and my ex-husband had told me, who wants that body? Who wants you? Yeah, I mean, this was like, Mur. and uh, And so I, going through divorce, I'm like, nobody wants this. No, everybody, so I think I'll drink a bottle of wine, you know, or I think I will have that bread I'm not supposed to eat that makes me sick, you know, whatever. And, uh, and my girlfriends were lovely. My support team was lovely. I had a person I could call to make me laugh. I had a person that would let me cry. I had a person that would, I had, well, all these people also did prayer work with me. They did affirmative prayer work with me, which helps. And that's, that's what I do. But when you can't do it for yourself, you need, you need your tr group of people. And um, they all kept saying, oh, you know, you'll get through this. And I was like, no, when you're broken and shattered and your entire life is in pieces on the ground, you don't, you don't know you're going to get through it. Mm. You don't until you get through it. And then after the fact, you, like, you're, you look back at all the broken shards behind you and how you put some back together and you're okay. And it's like, wow, I, I didn't know. So. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm sorry, Natalie. I was just reminded of a story about it, it, it really quick about um, a, an artisan who made these amazing vases, and um, he was renowned around the world for these vases. And um, one day, the vase he was making broke, and he, and he had already sold it, right? But so he had to put it back together, and so he decided to put some gold in there to to glue it back together. And it was more beautiful, and that became his signature. Right. Breaking the vases and filling them with gold. And that's how I think we all feel when we've navigated some kind of shattering, that when you put yourself back together, you're more beautiful, more brilliant, more amazing than when you were holding on to the thing you think you were supposed to be or do or say or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, it actually is, it remi also reminds me, and I have a gift for everyone that's listening to the podcast today. Uh, I have a, a best-selling book called Never in Your Wildest Dreams. Mm. And uh, if you go to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash free book, uh, you are able to download uh, a free digital version of that book. And my heroine in that book uh, is going through exactly the same thing uh, in a business that she hates she's middle-aged she's overweight she's her marriage is over and um and how 
through that journey and a lot of it it's it's fiction but a lot of it is my personal experience um you know and all the life lessons and you know practical things that we can do to make help us make this choice Mm. sometimes we're here because we don't know the choice to have um or how to make a positive choice but this book will give you all of the tools to be able to do that and it's a fantastic story that i think a lot of women relate to so just go to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash free book um, now, what you when you were talking about your experience, like mine was very similar, um, but it wasn't that Glenn was telling me that uh, that I was no good and and that my body was terrible and blah blah blah. It was me. Well, yeah, it was me. And you know, when I started getting very um, sensitive about my body and putting on weight and so forth, um, I I also put up all the walls. Uh, around my heart and uh and you know and you can't just go i just don't want to feel that emotion when you go when you're shutting down emotionally you shut down all the emotions <laughs> there's no emotions coming through and i was really good with the facade so oh, I, didn't want, yeah. I didn't want anyone to get behind that <laughs> Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i think we all we all do that a lot um and uh and of course you know because i i'd had this and it didn't matter what glenn said in my mind, I would always twist it to go, yeah, that's because he doesn't find me attractive or that he, why would he want to be with this body? And, and I actually wasn't that bad. It was just my mind. And um, I know I had a very unhealthy lifestyle when I was younger. And I remember saying to my coach, I go, my body never recovered. And she said, no, your mind never recovered. Mm. I'm like, yep, that's the truth. That's yep. the truth, you know. Um, and then going through, you know, the separation and, and then all this time and working on myself and, and, you know, owning up to my contribution to the end of the marriage uh, and then and really uh, getting to peel off all of these layers uh, that, and especially during COVID, I mean, I've been in the one place for six months now, which just never happens. Um, oh, so wow. I've been able to meet with a coach once a week. So we've really been able to excavate some some deep things, but um, and and how my different behaviours that are all kind of connected to these deeper beliefs and, and fear of abandonment and fear of, you know, uh, these different things. It's just it's amazing how that that all happens, right? So um, yes, I can well, imagine our stories is is something that a lot of women very, listening can relate. Yes, to. and what happens when you hit that? mid mark where whether it's 40 50 60 mid mark and menopause kicks in right and then the body multiplies itself it's like <laughs> and, and you know I, I, and i still have to watch myself because i still look in the mirror and i go this isn't my body where did my body go this isn't my body and so i have to watch that because i don't want to disown my body by those statements i want to try and learn to appreciate the body i currently have but i my my uh my mother was always watching her weight we were on a diet from the time i was 12 in my household right and um and so i was always a small size because of that i watched what i ate i didn't you know i wasn't i mean to this day i cannot eat carrots and celery i please god take that away from me (laughs) but um the reason why is because my mother, in when she hit uh, 60 and stopped exercising any part of her life, right, her freedom of choice, her ability to walk out the door, she became obese, obese, 
And so I, I also have that programming going on. It's if I don't watch out, I'm going to become obese, you know, that kind of stuff. And so uh, it, it, it's a challenge. Um, I've met some really lovely women that have a, a little extra poundage and they're like, you know what? I'm okay. And they walk around empowered and sexy with that extra, you know, undulating stuff. And I'm like, I want to be like that. Yeah. I want to be, I want to have that confidence that it's okay if I walk around and things are jiggling. Well, I, I'm very happy to report. Um, I mean, I'm also, like, I've just started getting hot flashes. So, you know, oh. that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's pleasant. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and, you know, and I, I, again, like I'm, you know, 51 now and, got the bit of a barrel thing happening and you know it's not the body that I used to have when I was younger but you know I'm, I'm definitely making peace with it um, but I'm in a new relationship and seeing me through the eyes of this man is oh, just yeah. like okay you know all right <laughs> I can stop beating myself up right now and not that I needed that because I was already there anyway um, but uh, you know the thing is, it sure helps. Yeah, but there are, but believe me, there are men that, um, and this man is is not just attracted. We're not just physically attracted. We've got this chemistry that's going on, but the more we get to know each other, and the deeper we go into our personalities, the sexier we become to each other. And so, you know, and and the thing is, at this time of our life, this is the kind of relationship that we can all have. Yes, you know this is the, this is so important what you're talking about right now, mm. Natalie. Because I the day after I received my divorce papers, I met my current spouse. The day after, because I had already started an intention list of what I wanted in a ne my next relationship. Because I'm a relationship person, I in I need a relationship in order to learn my stuff. I need I and and here was this man and I was like, Oh my God. And he put his hand on my shoulder and I was like, Ooh, the, the electricity that went through me. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what's happening, but I'm going to check this out. And we've been together, I don't know, seven years now. And it, it, you know, even with a little extra poundage, he just looks at me and I'm like, Where, wherever you want to go, you just <laughs> take me where you want to go. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> you know because, and it's fun yes you know it's it's so for me it's also like um all the stuff i told myself i couldn't do in my 20s 30s 40s i'm now doing it you know what it's okay yeah it doesn't it doesn't matter if i want to pack a bag and go to france i'm gonna go well mm. we have to wait but yeah. we were gonna go to italy but <laughs> yeah but we've and he's fine with that and he's like wherever you want to go let's yep. go yeah so every woman that is listening to or every person that's listening to this podcast right now let's not you know it could be either or um it, I, it was the same thing for me i was asking for someone who was my intellectual equal my financial equal my you know my equal um and you know but i had to release some stories mm. Mm -hmm. And beliefs that I had, and one of them was that, you know, men of the, the age group that I'm bracket that I was looking at, which is between say fifty and sixty, um, if they've got money, they're going to want want young women. That was my story, 
And it wasn't until I released that story that Bert showed up. And uh, yes, he had dated a younger woman once, which he will never do again. <laughs> but he's like, no, I, I, he goes, he goes, I want someone with their light on. I want someone I can have an intelligent conversation with. You know, so when ladies, they are out there. There are men, for each of us that are looking for a man like that, there is one of them out there looking for us. Yes. So, yeah. I agree. I have, um, I have a, a dear, dear friend who's been doing all the dating apps for a few years. She really wants to be in a relationship and she can't, she's having a hard time. And I've done some coaching work with her to, to move her that, that piece out. But, but there's something, there's something really deep within her that she doesn't want to face. So she's constantly getting going out on these one date things and it's not the right person and it's not the right person. And, and she saw me when I met, uh, Kevin, you know, she watched me go through this and she was the one holding me back going, you know what, I don't know that that's a good idea. It, it's the best relationship I've ever been in in my entire life. And this is a keeper, this one. Yeah. Well, SusanBurrell.com is your main website. Uh, so what are our uh, listeners going to find when they, when they seek you out there? Oh, there's a plethora of stuff on my website, <laughs> Natalie. Um, there's a lot of goodies there. There's a lot of goodies. Um, <laughs> I, I have a book called Live an Empowered Life, A 30-Day Journey. Um, the book is interactive with the website because there's videos. I, I, I wrote the book. It's a workbook, and I wanted people to not feel like they were going through processes by themselves. So there's interaction with the website, whether it's watching a video or learning a skill set or guided meditations. And so I have a lot of guided meditations that are on uh, an app called Insight Timer. I do guided meditations on my Facebook page uh, Monday mornings at 9 Pacific time. Um, and there's one more. Th oh, podcast. <laughs> I have a podcast. Jeez. I have a podcast called uh, Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell. And you can find those access to those there you can just go on uh, whatever podcast modality you use and find empowering chats with susan burrell so i think that's all i've done yeah. oh and i have a facebook page a, a group yeah. called live your empowered life and if you're interested in doing some uh short workshops that's where i'm doing them right now in this time of lockdown yeah well susan it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you today um and uh you know we went where we needed to go it's great. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And I Good. encourage you to really seek out Susan's um, uh, podcast as well. Um, you know, listening to, the, to, to these podcasts is really helping me, like, really broaden my horizons and having someone um, as, as tapped in and dropped in and as knowledgeable as you. Um, it would be a gift listening to that. So thank you so much for joining me today, darling. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Natalie. Thanks for joining us today. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and haven't yet subscribed to our podcast, please go ahead and do so on iTunes or Spotify or go to mindmovies.com forward slash podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now, remember, new episodes are released every Monday morning. And this podcast is also brand new and we'd love to spread the word. So after you've subscribed, be a great girlfriend and pass it on to a friend who will enjoy this too. And don't forget to grab your official Not Over Just Different Welcome Pack. It includes some of the best tools for inspiring your best life, all completely free. 
head over to notoverjustdifferent.com forward slash welcome gift to grab yours today. Until next time, remember it's not over, just different. Just different.